Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Second Take Variety Hour. The Second Take Variety Hour is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Welcome to the Second Take Variety Hour. Um, n- nope, I got this. Okay, so t- stop me if you've heard this joke before. Knock, knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Orange, you're glad I prepared a wonderful new <laughs> intro to our show. And I'm Sebastian. Comic genius. <laughs> you know, I I got sick of um, school kids on the bus, you know, if they were particularly annoying uh, with their knock-knock jokes. Uh, like, it's fine for a while, but it gets grating very, very quickly. Uh, I would just start it. They would say knock-knock and I would come in. <laughs> Completely derail. <laughs> I kind of wish you had done that because it wouldn't have been my fault. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, oh, Andrew ruined the joke that I could never tell again. <laughs> well, I'm Andy Schossler and I'm always courteous. Except for that example. You just <laughs> <laughs> you There's just, a line, Seb. <laughs> I'm always courteous to adults that pay taxes. <laughs> Damn children. What is the difference between a table, a bench and a counter? I'm Alex. Legs? Not necessarily. Well, a counter doesn't have legs. It can. Well, no, then it's a credenza. Oh, I like that word more, Alex. <laughs> I don't normally pick sides, but I'm siding with Andrew because of the word credenza. Well, then I'm adding that to the list. What's Ooh, the difference? Legs. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that question, but I'm really intrigued to find out. I'm Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> right. And welcome to the... Second take credenza hour. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just that's such a nice sounding word. It is delightful. I know I'm Listen acting like I've never heard it before. Yeah. I, I definitely have. It's the last name of that character from Seinfeld, right? Yeah. Do you do you <laughs> remember when you used to <laughs> when you used to open the show with and much like having sex with a porcupine, it won't last the hour? Yeah, I know. That was that was that was a good idea it, at first. You should find that page or just do some prep work because you're the host. Host, host. We're all hosts. We're you're all in this. You're the host, who, hostiest host, though. We're all in this boat together. The sinking boat <laughs> of host. Nope. Okay. So a boat. I'm just going to explain the format of the show, but it's not because I'm the hostiest host you've ever met. It's just because I'm the host, host. There we go. Um, if you're joining us for the very first time on the Second Take Variety Hour, what we do is. Well, we kind of just talk about some sort of pop culture or just a thing in our lives that we've done or experienced or watched or viewed or whatever that you know makes sense. It's a very freeform conversation. Yeah. 
Just something that we want to have a bit of a chat about. Is it good? Is it bad? That's half the show, really. <laughs> and what are we talking about today, Andrew? I've been on a bit of a science binge this week. I just want to talk about a few uh, YouTube channels that I've that I've been mm. watching, uh, and n- one that I'm new to, but a, a few others that you know I've sort of come back to after a bit of a hiatus. Mm. Not not in that I've been avoiding them, just that I've sort of rediscovered them again. Interesting. Alex? RuPaul's Drag Race UK, season one. <coughs> Sorry, for those of you at, <laughs> at home, <laughs> I was sitting too far away from the microphone. <laughs> so, so at peace and relaxed with yourself. I, I was. For, for those of you I'm who don't read sign language, yeah. <laughs> um, RuPaul's Drag Race UK, season one. Excellent. Yes. UK specifically, I like it. Yeah. Because he's covered the US one before, I think. Yeah. all Well, well, I've brought it up many, many times, but there's 11 seasons in the US, plus four all-star seasons, and this is the first UK season. Jordan. Interesting. Uh, I will be talking about a Netflix documentary series I watched called Evil Genius. Ooh, I've seen the name. I have no idea what that's about. Look forward to it. I'm talking about karaoke and how I shouldn't do it, yet I keep doing it. <laughs> Comma, why am I like this? So that's my um, my thesis for the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, into the microphone, Alex. Lizard on a prayer. I thought it was chicken on a bear. Chicken on a bear? Or it can't be bear on a chicken. No. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So, <laughs> I um, also want to talk about misheard lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been going out with a bunch of work colleagues and Does other friends. Does your wife know? Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. Um, and we end up. In <laughs> no, car- she's the one who said, "Get out." <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, and Lucky. I've ended up at various karaoke bars throughout. Um, the Fortitude Valley region of the city. Boo. What? Which city? Brisbane. 97. Three. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brisbane. Yeah, throughout Brisbane City. And things that I already know. Seb, you can't sing. You're not being modest about that. You don't know what a pitch is, what a tone is, how to hold either one. Um, that doesn't affect your ability to karaoke. <laughs> no, it doesn't. That's the problem. I can still legally get up there and sing. And that's the problem because technically it's fine. <laughs> Can you read? <laughs> yes. Do you have some idea of how a beat works? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> to be fair, most people who do karaoke do not. And I know I don't. Yeah. I, think that's, I, I think that's the alcohol more than their ability to interpret music. You'd be surprised. <laughs> you can interpret that as you wish. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of when you're good at something, doing it. So getting up and singing karaoke is a challenge for me because sure. I know it's not something I'm skilled at. But you've got singing in your... It's Italian blood. Yeah, but... Uh, no. it's, it's, it's when got, the moon it's, hits you. That's right. It's, <laughs> you, Maybe that's what you've got to start with. Something classic Italian. Seb, if you cut yourself, you're either going to hear opera or leak pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the options. <laughs> or pasta for jewel. I don't know. <laughs> um, so I've brought myself down. There's one song that I'm kind of confident in performing. <gasps> Can I, guess I say the word performing... In its lightest of <laughs> <laughs> Alex, please, yeah, guess. Is it... Bon Jovi. Maybe one more time. It's not It's not Britney Spears. Ooh. Okay, Ooh. is it a male singer? It's not Bon Jovi. It is a male singer. Is it Queen? 
It's not Queen. See, I'm picking- Elton John. It's not Elton John. You guys are picking really good artists that the crowd Daryl can Braithley. sing along with you. Weird Al. No. That long as fuck meatloaf song you did the other week. That's the one, Jordan's <laughs> oh, meatloaf. Is it Battle, Battle of Hell? hell? Yeah. <laughs> so nice. it's, it's hard because it's a song that you can kind of shout scream. <laughs> Cause he's just- I am mad at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I can, I can do that, not well, but in a sense that I know it's also not fucked. Well, no, I'm sure it is. I'm always really drunk when it happens. It's probably the worst. I've, ne- I've never heard it before. Let's let, let's hear a bit. I've only had one glass of wine. And that was an hour and a half ago. This is not, there's, this is, there's more in there. Like, okay. Oh, I'm such an avid podcast professional. <laughs> always remembers my spots and my opening lines. <laughs> Maybe more drinking will help. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't done my eyebrows with glitter yet. <laughs> so- Yet. This is the thing. So Jordan alludes to the, the problem here. I picked a song that I'm comfortable with singing because- of just the the, the you type don't sing it yeah. yes, but it's also about nine minutes long. <laughs> it sounds like you would be even more comfortable with a Will Shatner song. No, which is exactly yes, and I, I never find one. Right, because of course it's not on the preloaded. Of course it's not. Fucking Will Shatner. Um, I'm thinking I might try and do. I can't remember the top of my head. There's that song by Cake. Um, oh, short skirt, long jacket. Nope. Um, the distance. The distance oh, might be a good, a good uh, other option for me to take to go into. I feel like a good place to start is something that's a reasonable length. <laughs> well, the distance is like two minutes as well. It's really short. Look, okay, we're, we're getting Sponge- somewhere. I'm SpongeBob SquarePants uh, theme. I, I'm <laughs> calling it right now. <laughs> I'm calling it right now. This specific podcast is having a Christmas karaoke party. No. <laughs> Just the four of us in a dark room singing songs at each other. Oh. Goodness. It's gonna be great. So it sounds like twenty-seven minutes well spent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're each gonna do bad out of hell. <laughs> so the real problem here is me. <laughs> we know, but go on. But I will say it's nine minutes long, and I think three minutes of that are just you wait for instrumentals to occur. Well, maybe not that long, but maybe two minutes of instrumentals where you're do just you like fill it with a dance or some sort of. Oh God, no, I can't dance either. So I won't try. (laughs) You literally taught me the box dance. Yeah. That works with everything. But I can't do it anymore. I've forgotten. So while the the music is playing, you're on stage in the light, just standing there. It depends on the bar. There's the, well, the other night I, we went to one karaoke place that shut at midnight. So we went to the other karaoke place that closed at two. The the one that shut at midnight, you're just singing on the ground floor in the bar with wireless mics. You can just walk around and do your thing as you go. The other place is a fucking stage. Oh, that's worse. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really have an end. There's no, there's, this story doesn't have like a natural conclusion to it. Um, just giving a bit of insight into the challenges I face the being me. The life of Seb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so what were you talking about today, <laughs> Well, I also like a bit of singing, but I you know, have the decency to contain it. And not exposed. You've done musicals, right? Like I assume you are competent at the bare minimum at singing, right? I like to sing. I enjoy it. I like to sing, but it's not good. And it's hard to have a nice time when you know it's causing harm. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not intentional harm. If I could sing and then I was actively doing it badly, hilarious, hilarious rib. Do you hem it up? Because it seems like if you're, that's that's the the one surefire way you can get everybody on board is if you just go balls to the wall and commit to it. Ooh, ah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
at the last that night that we did because I went last night as well, and the night before no the night before was a different fun. So last night was karaoke, but and then it was a week and two weeks ago I went that twice in one night when the first place this closed. Is turning into a pattern, a re- <laughs> I've, just, I've just fallen into a group of friends who one of them actually hosts it oh, okay, at one of the places. Okay. So it's like he invites you out, so you go to, you go there and there's karaoke. So you got to do it. Yeah. What yeah. night generally does this happen? Normally Fridays. But it's like I was there was also there last night, so it's also Saturdays. Okay. But um, for better to hell, um, there was a couple of guys there from wrestling, so I did like rip off my jacket and throw it to the ground, Ric Flair style. I didn't do the elbow drop onto it though, Jordan. Yeah, you didn't commit. I didn't commit. <laughs> You're a coward. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking called out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's as far as it goes. I'm just, I'm not that kind of performer. The, the one thing I learned from doing, um, oh god, they're all amateur shows, but it's still theatre. Uh, is that the audience responds to you committing to it. Like you're already being an idiot on stage mm. and you will be forgiven by the audience for doing anything ridiculous as long as you're really doing it. Yeah. And your character will do it. Well, as as long as it's genuine, you're not just, you know, timidly going through the lines just to get through it because everybody sees through that. Nobody wants to see that. Everybody wants to see the wild guy being stupid and that's what you get respect for. Yep. The stupider you are, the more respect you get. Look at Black Jack, J- Jack Black. Yeah. He goes way out. Alex, please. It's been three years. <laughs> look, usually I've got something where I can like, I know, sit I know. back. And We're look, in the kitchen because it's 45 <laughs> degrees in Brisbane at the moment. Everything's on fire. Literally 10 p.m. at night. <laughs> 45 degrees. Um, Sorry, kick the door. Yeah, um... <laughs> The bar that I go to as well, one of the songs I would always pick would be Tribute. A, everyone's going to sing along with sure. you. And once again, Jack Black's a good singer, but in that song, it's kind of yell singing. A little bit. I can get away with that. They hold it off for their final song of the night. Good. No, it's not good because that should be closing time. Because <laughs> <laughs> can, you can open the closing time, but you can't end with it. Yeah. Yeah. Ironic. Anyway. Anyway. You're doing things. What are you doing? Yes, it's been less... Less uh, overly fun, less jovial, uh, but just as interesting. I um, found a new channel, um, this new guy. I, I don't know how long he's, he's been around. It's called The History Guy. Oh, um, forever. Oh, there you go. It's historic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terribly interesting. I watched, uh, believe it or not, uh, a fascinating um, 13 minutes on stainless steel. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's an alloy, isn't it? And one about the history of uh, road markings. Specifically, the, the the center line down the road. It has an amazing history behind it. Do you oh, just to be like animal blood? No, no, no. Just just how it came ah. about. It seems like something that is so obvious, right? You, of course, you have a road, so you would just paint a line down the middle. Um, and there were various communities that started painting some some sort of uh, you know demarcation of of which side of the road you should be on. But for quite a while, there was no conclusive side of, of the road on which you should travel and it's it's credited to this uh, one lady who was run off the road by a by a truck one day back in the 20s or, or so um, and her idea was to yeah let's paint a line down the middle so at least the traffic is you know driving along one side of the road you won't ever get the situation where you're faced head-on with a truck all of a sudden coming around a corner but just all the different ideas about how uh, how, how it's structured like uh, okay so it's not a in some places, it's um, it's a continuous line. Various countries do it do it very differently, but certainly in Australia and in the states and England, um, 
virtually all of all of Europe all do it the same way, where they have uh, a dashed line that um, separates lanes from each other, into which you can you can change a, a solid line, demarks a, a line that you shouldn't be be crossing, and then there are various rules about combinations of those as for for overtaking and things like that. Um, and it's just wonderful to hear how those ideas first came about because every idea has an origin. Every idea was first thought of and first implemented somewhere and it's just good to know sometimes. Yeah. And stainless steel is a wonderful product as well. He's got a few other, uh, just even his most recent um, videos uh, titled, uh, it's a history of the metric system, a history of the Phillips head uh, screw top, um, how that came about, uh, how bananas changed the world. I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, and just all sorts of very interesting ideas, very much in the same um, uh, academic vein as Vsauce, but oh, good. Uh, no, but not uh, jovial and fun. Like he's very serious about serious. how he does okay. it. It's interesting. It's 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 not like he's boring in any way. It's just very academic. Whereas Vsauce uh, plays it up and is and is quite a lot more yes. fun. Have you watched Dong or Ding or whatever? Dong is his, is his other channel yeah. uh, that he does. And I talked about it a few weeks ago, um, Mindfield, mm, yep. which was a premium YouTube show but is now available for free right. on YouTube. What's this one called again? History? The History Guy the History is the guy. channel. But American guy looks, you know, he's, a, he's an older guy, with look, looks like a professor, but still just delivers it in a very, you know, Academic way, but fascinating stuff. You said older guy with, with glasses and he's American and I literally just pictured Colonel Sanders. <laughs> uh, yeah, sort of. He's not Southern. Sorry, I was <laughs> just showing me my own glasses on. I literally just subscribed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go home and I mean, I reckon if you could age into yeah. a Colonel yeah. Sanders yeah. figure though, he's, his hair's going a bit. A bit. And if he just changes that red bow tie <laughs> into like a, um, like a cowboy tie, what do you call them? Uh, uh, oh yeah, tie. I know Like a bowler tie, yeah. yeah. That'd be good. Cowboy and, shit. <laughs> and speaking of Vsauce, I've been watching a bit more Vsauce lately. Just It's come up, recommended on the feed, and I've just gone through one video after the other. Mm. What kind of stuff do they cover? When Vsauce mm. is uh, Michael Stevens, if you're not uh, familiar with him. And not his, the Michael Stevens you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> his, his style of show, it's all about, um, uh, you know, Showing you things about the world that you that you don't know, sort of not a forgotten history necessarily, but he delves deep into very interesting ideas, you know, scientific theories, uh, just how how things work. But his style is to do a lot of weird segues. At least it was in the early days of Vsauce, um, where he would start off with one topic and just you know migrate through the episode through various different topics and give you a, a thing. Like one one video that is one of my favourites um, is called uh, um, "Which Way Is Down." And in that he sort of explores what does down mean? Is it a, a directional thing? Is it a gravity thing? And then when it is gravity, you know, why is down towards the centre of the earth? Right. Um, uh, one, one idea is that down is any direction in which time is slower. Oh. So thanks to Einstein, we know that time is linked to gravity. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, wherever you have a more intense gravity, time passes more slowly. Uh, and so down would be towards that sink, that that time sink, in a, in, in a sense. Wow. So one one video that caught my attention recently was: um, Will we ever run out of new music? Uh, basically, the idea being that the number of notes we have is is finite. Um, so surely the you know potential for new music is also finite, and just how 
big or small is that number. It's a fascinating oh, episode. Really if interesting, you, yeah. Yeah, if you if you like that that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I, I, I do like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will counter that with, no, we will never <laughs> run out of new music. Because today we have X amount of sounds and instruments and everything, and tomorrow we'll have more so that we can create more music. Well, it's entirely possible oh, that... You could, you, written music <laughs> is finite, like on paper, notes in sequences and different pitches and everything, but... The sound of music. Well, it's a, the point. One of the points he makes in the episode is that even though the number, you know, may very well be finite, it may very well be you know limited. It may still be so large that nobody could possibly get through it within their lifetime, and so you could never, you could spend your whole life listening to nothing but new music. Yeah. Um, because it's just still so vast, limited but vast. I mean, you could just listen to Mahler and never get through. Yeah, this is this is quite true. <laughs> like. um, as a part of that episode, he has another couple of links um, to some other channels uh, and websites, which I thought were quite fascinating. Um, Everything is a remix is uh, a very interesting YouTube channel in that they uh, they their most recent video, of course, is a is a Star Wars one uh, talking about. Um, all the similarities between not just um, the Disney Star Wars to to the Lucas one, but also you know, sort of the source material for Lucas and how the difference of how they pay homage or rip off uh, the things. Yeah. Uh, but in the other episodes, he sort of talks about that no matter how original something seems, there is always, if you delve deep enough, some point at which... Um, it is based off something else or paying homage to something else or right. just blatantly ripping something else off. It's just fascinating to, to hear. Yeah. You've somehow reminded me of this and I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> My magic toothpaste arrived that I spoke about <laughs> yes. ordering like three, four variety oh, hours yeah. ago. Yes. So I used it when it first came in and it's so uh, it's this it's this fucking infomercial bullshit whitening toothpaste that came up on like those horrible little Facebook ads. Grit. And I was like, I'm gonna <laughs> give it a shot. <laughs> and I will say, from actually using it, um, first up. Sorry, if you guys are so you hear my dog crying in the background, is that what that is? Yeah. Excellent. Aww. Um <laughs> it's because she's just sitting beside my wife who's listening to music on her headphones and isn't patting the dog. Of course. So um <laughs> I did notice an actual difference about, uh, well, on that first brush, there was definitely a tone shift and it's been a gradual change in color, but nothing hectic. Oh, but sorry, I was primed for music and I thought, oh, it sounded different with the new toothpaste? How on earth did that? <laughs> How did you pick up on that? <laughs> but I will say that it does smell <laughs> like blueberries mixed with bleach. So it's a mm, weird, mm. it's a weird <laughs> smell going into your mouth. Anyway, can you I'm, read the ingredients? No, they're not on the thing. Oh, great! That's yeah. concerning. Yeah, <laughs> I would not use that. So, but that, that that's the update. It exists. It came in. It's okay. Not as good. I never thought it would be as good as it said it was, but it's better than I thought it would end up being. Is this the same toothpaste that you said? If you put it into like a in glass the ad, of coke? they put it in like brown liquids and stir it, and it turns them clear on the ad. So I was like, that's going to kill me. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go find out what's wrong with my dog. Alex, what were you talking about? Um, RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Oh, no, I'm going to miss this one for my dogs. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, um, anyway, so season one of uh, Drag Race UK is over. We have a winner. 
It was the the top runner going into the competition. <gasps> Shock horror. But she actually, like, there was a an episode where she almost went home. So, like... Of course. Yeah. and to build that drama. Well, <laughs> it's a reality show, and the reality is she did done fuck up that episode, so... There you go. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> it, it was not good. Well, I've, I've never seen any of the drug... Is it like... A, an America's Top Model thing where they're competing just on like like a talent show. Yeah, yeah I have like no exposure much. to it. I'd be interested to know how or it actually it, works. Or is it like The Apprentice where they're given a, an unrelated task and they all have to go off and? Oh no! So it's it's um so they each episode starts and they have like a mini challenge sort of thing, which kind of sets the direction for the the main challenge. Okay. Um, so if you're the winner of the the mini challenge. You usually get like some sort of benefit going into the maxi challenge, right. um, but then at the end of the episode, there's always a um, a main stage like catwalk fashion okay. sort of thing um, where they have to put a look together and and what's the what's the point of it? Like what um, are, what, so what are they trying to win by the end of the season? So for the the difference between the American and the UK drag race is. In America, it's it's on season eleven now with four All Stars seasons, so Ooh. the prize money is one hundred thousand dollars. Goodness me! Okay, so yeah, it's like pretty good for um, someone who might be working six nights a week yeah. and getting paid like minimum. Min- so I got to, <laughs> I got to do this. I can't. <laughs> it's it's too hard. Like being down here and like trying to look at both of you. So, um, you do what you need to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, Drag Race UK, the what they had to do was uh, so BBC produced it being in the UK, um, but the prize wasn't a hundred thousand pounds, and I my theory is because a hundred thousand biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it was actually an all expenses um, paid trip to. Hollywood to Ooh. star in a um, new a web series yeah. um, with the cre- <laughs> like starring. This um, is getting less and less lucrative. Yeah. <laughs> no, but but the amount of exposure that RuPaul has and of course. The, the cult following she's created is like one of the one of the All Stars winners, Trixie Mattel, is um, a platinum selling country. Um, drag performer. Nice. Um, so she's got two country albums. She's got a movie out, which is, it's called The Moving Parts, which is, um, I th- I'm pretty sure it's about her, like, fame after winning okay. Drag Race, uh, All Stars. Um, but she's also got web series, one's called, uh, <laughs> where... <laughs> <laughs> she and Let me just Google that real quick. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's U N N H H H N or something. Okay. Yeah, and her and another drag queen. It's just it's like a variety show where they just talk about whatever they fucking want because it's their show, not yours. So that's m- part of the show. Yeah. Much like what we do. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Except they're a lot more vulgar. <laughs> <laughs> of course they yeah. are. <laughs> but um, yeah. So the the prize being that for the UK drag queens okay. is like phenomenal because then you're exposed to this whole American sure. audience as well. And like, they could actually like create 
something really huge as well. Um, plus all the extra opportunities they get with like magazine covers and possible like makeup deals and like all mm-hmm. this shit. So it's it's like very profitable if they're good business people as well. Sure. So um, but yeah. Um, which which do you prefer, the UK version or the US? Oh, well, I, I can answer this one as the expert here. Well, it really comes down to your preference, Andrew. Do you want them to say yee-haw or do you want them to say, oh no, what's British? Much better. Oh, that's <laughs> much better, eh? Oh, isn't that uh, right? Good, eh? There was actually one, <laughs> one queen bag of chips. That was her like catchphrase throughout the whole season. What was it? Sorry, what was much better. Much better. <laughs> oh, I like that. I'm, I prefer the UK version. I'm confused. Why? Well, what? you see, white people drive like this, <laughs> but black people drive like this. Is the does the whole show the, does it fall on the crux of who has the better catchphrase? No, 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 no. no okay. <laughs> but if it did, I would win. So I'm completely. <laughs> You know, yeah, oh, I've, yeah. I've never seen any any of it, or even oh, America's Top Model or any of those shows. There's for that drama, matter. there's reading, there's shade, there's tea, there's there's shade, and know. there's also places with less right. shade. It's how the sun works. Am, so, I, am I winning? Am okay, I winning? so it's the origin of the phrase. That's the tea, sis. Uh, it could be. Yeah? I, it, okay. So is, I don't I don't know for certain, but I would see. I, I always would, thought I it was it was satire, but is it a genuine reality show? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So yeah, there's. I thought it was all scripted. Oh no! Like it, not it, was, at all. it was it was RuPaul taking the piss of, out of, out of all these reality top model shows. Oh no! It's, it's oh, it's genuine. It's, it's okay. serious business. <laughs> all right. Well, as like I am as, much less interested now. As, as genuine mean, as reality shows can the, be, <laughs> the performing things that they have to do, okay, like the telenovelas right. or whatever they're doing for the week, then okay. the challenges they're generally scripted, but right, like okay, improv. Um, hey, like, Doris. The, the base of the uh, the thing you're holding, it's like <laughs> every time you touch every it, time touch literally it. every time. I'm sorry, but <laughs> they're perfect. Very uncomfortable. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I need my hand to be doing something. Um, you just tap Andrew on the leg. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Good. Now we're all um, really uncomfortable. <laughs> Wait for the steam, about, guys. Uh, Wait for the steam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, RuPaul's Drag Race UK season one, it was pretty good. Um, I, I think give it another couple of seasons to kind of fall into itself, just like RuPaul's Drag Race, the original US, it took a couple of seasons to really take off. Like I think the first couple of years it was $25,000 or $50,000 or something. And now it's a hundred thousand dollars plus like all this extra shit. Like, right. Yeah. That comes with it, so cool. Yeah, really fun show. Um, if you like comedy and like, a I good time. hate funny things. I hate being titillated. <laughs> yeah, it's a funny word. Jordan, <laughs> 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 yeah, what do you have again? Uh, so it's a Netflix documentary called Evil Genius. Uh, it's only about four episodes. They're about an hour each. Um, basically, it's. I'll try. I'm not going to go too in depth because. If you wind up watching it, it's really engaging and fascinating to watch, so I won't spoil all the actual story. Um, basically, it's a true crime documentary. Uh, it's, when was it? I think it's 2003 it happened. Um, this guy uh, is working for a pizzeria. He gets sent out on a delivery to deliver some pizzas. Uh, about a half hour later, he's robbing a bank. 
because he's gone out to deliver the pizza. What's happened is he's been uh, like had a bomb basically strapped to his neck and told you have to go rob this bank. Uh, and basically, once you've wow. complete, once you've completed the robbery, here's the instructions on the elongated scavenger hunt that you're going to go on to be able to remove the bomb. Wow! <laughs> um, and yeah, so basically, that's that's how it starts. So the first episode basically wow. runs through that, and um, the robbing of the bank is fairly unsuccessful. They get about eight thousand um, dollars because whoever has access to the vaults wasn't there at the of time. <laughs> um, so police are called. Um, the end of the first episode is basically him outside the police, like the the bank, basically on the ground, surrounded by police. Um, you know, pleading with them, like, "Why is nobody helping me? Like, get this off of me!" Yeah, it starts to beep, and this is all going on on live television because it happened in like Philadelphia, I think, and so right. the local news crew was there covering the story live. The bomb goes off; Jeez. he's dead, um, and then it basically goes into the story of how that occurred and who was involved. So uh, what is it? I took notes on it because it's really like really, really interesting <laughs> and there's a lot of people involved. Um, so basically he's dead. There's another like body found at the home of one of like the suspects. And basically it has this whole, I think there's probably about four or five people all up that are like sort of suspected. And um, there's this one woman who's kind of the, the nucleus of it um, who she had so she was previously acquitted of killing one of her boyfriends she had another husband who died in their home under suspicious circumstances um and then a few other people that are involved who have kind of shady past but like nothing like too serious like that and it basically just goes into um detail on the investigation that followed and kind of what how everyone knew each other what they were planning and like all the different, obviously once the police were involved, everybody was accusing everybody. And like, so everything going back and forth. I said, no, it's them. No, it's them. This is what happened. This is what happened. Um, eventually like, actually, no, I won't go into it because <laughs> it's really good. But um, yeah, it's really, really fascinating. Like the way it's um, just sort of framed out. Like I said, it's only about four episodes because it was like a relatively short uh, investigation, I guess. Um, really, really interesting. Like, I, yeah, like I said, I don't, there's, all these different like connections and relationships between everybody that's involved, all these different like alibis, all that sort of thing. Um, really, really fascinating, easy to digest. Cause that's only four episodes, really intriguing story. Um, the woman that's at the center of it is just a really, really strange woman. <laughs> um, she's already in prison. I like the documentary, cause it was only made quite recently. Um, they've got like interviews and stuff with her like current day. They're like, got her on like Skype from prison or something, I guess. Um, And then, yeah, like obviously uh, like historical footage from like the interrogations and stuff like that, that they put together to tell the story. But um, yeah, it's really, really good. Like if you like sort of longer form true crime, like documentaries, definitely, definitely recommend it. Um, It's right up my alley. I'm checking that out. Yeah. Like I said, it's in like four, like one hour episodes, really, really engaging. Like I started it one afternoon, like, Oh, I'll check this out and see what it was. And like, as soon as, that bomb goes off and like you see it. I was like, yeah, I'm in. So <laughs> I watched the entire thing like throughout that one evening, but yeah, really, really good. Especially if you're into like true crime or even just like well done documentaries that are really okay. engaging. Super, super good. Highly recommend it. I got so, right into uh, making of a murderer. Yeah. I loved that as uh, well. With it. I haven't finished the second season, but I really loved the first one. Like when that came out, I started, I was like, Hey, I'll see what this is about. And like, same thing. I just yeah. wound up watching the whole first season, like right the way through pretty much. <laughs> 
Did you ever catch the uh, Serial podcast? Uh, bits and pieces, okay. yeah. I've listened to it here and there, yeah. Like I sort of, it's one of those ones where like I started it and just like haven't got back to it to like kind of finish it all off or have they, because they've done like a, a couple of stories, haven't they? Or is it just the one main one they did? I think there are two seasons. So, okay. I know. The first one is about Adnan yep. uh, Sayed and there are, there have been spin-off uh, podcasts and other little mm-hmm. you know, updates uh, along the way. Yeah. Um, the second season was uh, concerning um, a guy that, Walked off his post uh, in Afghanistan, okay, and then was uh, kidnapped by the Taliban and held hostage for years. Wow! Um, I wasn't that interested in it at first, but I listened to it a second time, and I got very deeply involved. Especially once it starts talking about the actual um, uh, uh, abduction and being held mm. prisoner, just about all those all those details, yeah. and eventually about how they how they found him, of course, because you know all these people had to be. Involved the military, the Pentagon, mm. you know, and, and and just how it how it all came together. Uh, fascinating. Yeah, I've got to go back and finish like that first season because it was really interesting. The first just, season's like, brilliant. Got, oh yeah, yeah. Just like the amount of like podcasts that I try to keep up with is just oh, far too insane, long. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you tried Murder in the Land of Oz? No, that's, that's quite I've a good one too. Though. Yeah, a couple of girls on our on our network as well that do mm. uh, true crime in Australia. Okay, and cool. fascinating. Genuinely, genuinely good stuff, and they present yeah, it very well. We've got quite a history of crime in our little country. <laughs> we certainly do. <laughs> Is that it, guys? Are we free? Have we finished it? What did you talk about? Um, I've, How well, could you forget? What I've titled it for the name of the episode is Why is Seb Like This Dash The Karaoke Ballad of Regret? Oh, right. Yeah, um, <laughs> Check us out on Instagram <laughs> at Second Take Podcast, or if you live in the future, you can tweet us at Second Take TNC. Or if you use Facebook, go to facebook.com slash second take. All right, Jordan, you got this. I, you're going to slam dunk this. Patreon.com slash second take. Nailed it. And I know it seems like he struggled in the last four episodes, but Alex, compared to you, who's <laughs> remembering the Facebook, <laughs> he's the evil genius. Look, oh. look, I've only been doing it for like three years. So. I can barely remember how to say hi when an episode starts. <laughs> so, so back off. I've really got no leg to stand on in this argument. Um, if you want to check us an email, secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to jump over to our website um, to have a look at three plus years of content, secondtakepodcast.com. We'll Most of it is available. Yes, it should all be available. <laughs> um, we'll be back. I was thinking of a kind thing to say, Servant. Yeah. I have to be honest. Maybe we should put like a price blocker on like really <laughs> early stuff. To avoid people listening to like our first couple of episodes. I would Brilliant. Yeah. That's, it's, a, it's a win-win. Yeah. They either pay to it and then we get money or they just don't listen to it, which means that win was right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we'll be back next week with uh, The Last Action Hero. And Star Wars, the one after that, oh, I'd yes, say. It'd be course. Star Wars the second week, yeah. So it should be Last Action Hero. And then I Christmas. Can't wait. That can't be right. We can't be three weeks from Christmas. And then Jingle all the way. Out. Yeah. It's uh, right around the corner, Seb. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah, no, it would be crap. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, we'll see you next week for Last Action Hero. Excellent. Yeah, yeah great. Bizarre. Very excited. I love you, bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.